TSP 18. I recorded with Linnea Schmelzer, a friend from undergrad, a fellow student athlete, and we were both in the same major. We were both athletes, so obviously we had you know kind of similar interests, but kind of beyond Truman, we never really got to talk about that. And and all I know is on Instagram, I would see her, you know, all over the U.S. in these you know amazing places where she was a wilderness therapist. So wilderness therapy, a term I'd never heard of until this, this interview, this podcast. So that was pretty cool. But but I, I was just scrolling through my feed one day, and then I just like, it was her account. And I heard her talk about coaching and clients and, and all, of this, all of this other stuff. And, and it turns out like she went on to be um, both an in-person personal trainer and also an online coach. So that's where kind of the root of our conversation is. But... Uh, what I really enjoyed as I've, as I had been following kind of her coaching content that she would publish for her clients and whatnot for a few weeks before I asked her to be on the podcast was just like this idea of mindfulness. She would talk about that a lot and she would talk about, you know, kind of her own trials and errors in her own life. And she talked about kind of these like bigger picture lifestyle, um, not way of living, but just quality of life. And how that those were the things that she was preaching, and I was just so, I was so into it, and I knew that that she had definitely an, an interesting take, and also one that I think is very uncommon, even though it probably should be nowadays. So we get into kind of that, her methodologies behind that. She has a business called, or her coaching business is Fit Balance Academy. Uh, she coined the term, if you will, intuitive eating. You know, that's that's what she's kind of on now with her clients and she shared a super interesting perspective about how her clients and kind of their needs kind of mold her coaching model instead of she has these things that she wants to do and implement and then you know give those to her clients so super interesting kind of perspective and take on the on the coach client model and how she goes about that and yeah i'm excited to get into it let's get better together Welcome to the Talking Shop Podcast, where I'm here attempting to capture in audio form lessons and experiences about everything within sports performance and professional development. I'm your host, Matt Tometz. On my podcast, I try to get at the why and the how instead of specifically the what by trying to show what makes people's unique lenses in which they see the world of sports performance and professional development their own lens. If I can get you to view and think about your job, life, problems a little differently, than I've done my job. I make the content, you consume it, so I can only improve it with your feedback. If you have any suggestions for future shows, questions or comments, please feel free to hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at Coach Big Toe. That's Coach B-I-G-T-O-E. I'm excited to share this episode with you because we can all get better together. Here we are, another episode of TSP. I'm here with my friend Linnea Schmelzer. How are you doing today? I am doing good. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. Always, always a good day when I can record a podcast. Um, so, little, little intro, little brief intro. How I know Linnea. So, we were both student athletes at Truman State University. I was a baseballer, and she was a basketballer. So, uh, our paths didn't cross too often, as we were both, you know, busy kind of doing our own thing. But whenever they did. Um, I always enjoyed, you know, just chatting with her about 
everything under the sun. And now she's she's off, you know, kind of doing her own thing all over the U.S., it seems like. Uh, I've been following her stuff for a little bit now, and I'm excited to get into it. So um, for the people that don't know your situation, would you mind kind of just chatting about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, so currently, I am an in-person and an online personal trainer. The majority of my work right now is an online personal trainer. Um, do you want me to kind of get into how I became what I am? Or yeah, so that's a cool. yeah, perfect. Let's start at like Truman and college basketball, and then kind of go from there if that's all right. Perfect. Yeah, that sounds great. So yeah, as you mentioned, I played basketball, and that was an awesome time in my life, and it was also really hard for me. There were a lot of ups and downs within that. I went through a pretty bad um, injury, hip injury, and I actually graduated early, so I did not play my last year, which was tough. Um, and then, so I had studied exercise science and graduated with that degree, and then I did something completely unrelated. I just needed to like get away from everything for a little bit. So I worked in wilderness therapy for like two and a half years, and that taught me so much. And it was it was really cool to kind of be able to bring that knowledge into what I'm doing now. So once I was done kind of in that cycle of my life in wilderness therapy, I went back to my roots. I went back to my passion of sports and conditioning and fitness. And I actually found CrossFit, which was which was really cool. And I started to coach CrossFit. And through that, I realized, man, the coaches that I'm working with are so good. And my body feels so good. My hip injury was gone, even though I was lifting super heavy every single day. And I was like, man, this is what I want people to feel like. I want people to feel healthy. I want them like their minds to be clear, you know, and feel really passionate about what they're doing. So then I started to move into this, this training and essentially the online training where I could really bring in everything that I'm passionate about in all aspects of health, not just the lifting and not just the nutrition. So that's kind yeah. of how that all happened. Yeah. So, so I definitely want to get into your, your online business or coaching, but I feel like I have to address the, the elephant in the podcast, wilderness therapy. I've never <laughs> heard of that before. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll try to do my best to make this, this <laughs> make this make sense. <laughs> so basically, basically what I did was I spent eight days at a time in the wilderness with adolescents and young adults that struggle with various things, whether it's mood disorders or self-harm, uh, you know, low confidence, poor communication skills. There was defiance disorders and um, drug abuse, like everything under the sun. So those kids or young adults were sent to this program. And then I spent eight days at a time with them, teaching them survival skills and working them through therapy assignments, teaching them how to communicate, teaching them how to form healthy habits and set goals and really just like get the foundations of their life set, be able to go into the real world. How does one stumble upon something like that <laughs> actually one of my family members was doing it so uh, my brother noah worked for this com company for 
a long time. And um, I went and visited him when I was in college and I fell in love with the area and I fell in love with the people. They're all so down to earth and open and, and loving. And so I was like, this is awesome. This is what I want to do for a little bit. So that's, that's what I did. That's dope. And I feel like that is the ultimate definition of like holistic when you get into well with nature and then you, you know, break it down to the basics, kind of like you were talking about with the communication skills. And, and I feel like that must've been a super rewarding population to work with. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was certainly tough because they don't want to be there. You know, like the, the kids don't choose to be there most of the time. So oh. it was a lot of, you know, creating connection and showing them really that, that their life was going in a, in a poor, poor direction. Does that That's make sense? awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then this is a little bit more of a, a, one of my own questions, but are you still doing your earth blend wood ring stuff? You know, I was for a long time and about a month ago, I, I had to call it quits. It was too much with my training stuff just took up too much time. So I still do it for, you know, some people for like close friends and stuff, but I'm not like selling online anymore. <laughs> that, gotcha. Yeah. I was following your, your coaching account and then the earth fun wood rings and now mm -hmm. the, the wilderness therapy. So it sounds like you have quite the uh, variety of, of experiences that, that I'm excited to, to get into. Um, but yeah, that's super cool about the the wilderness therapy. Kind of kind of put you in the spot there, but that's awesome. I've never heard of that, but it sounds like it it's been very formative to kind of how you go about your business now. Um, so so how long were you a CrossFit coach, or yeah, before you kind of went into the online coaching, or were they kind of at the same time? Um, no, I I coached the in person stuff for. Um... Mm, I'm trying to think maybe like six, seven months. And really quickly, I learned that I wanted to do a lot more. Because really, when people, you know, they buy a session or a package, and it's like, cool, okay, I see you for this hour, I do your programming, and I count your reps, and maybe we talk a little bit about nutrition, but then they go home, and I have no idea what they're doing at home, you know, and so I wanted to do more and be more involved in their life to create, like, like you said, you know, the more holistic, well rounded health. Yeah, so um so I guess getting into your your business Fit Balance Academy, this might answer, you know, most of the questions that that I, I sent to you, but um so your business is called Fit Balance Academy. And part of the reason why I'm a big fan of this just from a an outside kind of consumer your content is uh just like you talking about everything outside of uh outside of the training session. So having balance in life and talking about like um, being mentally healthy and stuff like that. So um, I feel like having such a, a clear, what's the word I'm looking for? A clear kind of vision and goal for your business and not a niche, but like, it's, it's just very specific. Um, mm -hmm. How did you kind of arrive to, to the whole, like, I want to be more than just a, a trainer if that like you're basically more of a life coach you like trains on the side if that's okay to say yeah yeah um well so i worked with a an in-person client for a while and she she was wonderful she was gaining strength and gaining confidence and it was so cool to see her throughout you know the weeks that we worked together just the, the tiny bit that i saw her and 
eventually, you know, she really opened up about things that were going on in her life. There was a suicide of a really close family member and all of these things were going on. And I just wanted to like give her more and I wanted to be there more for her. And at that same time, I was doing research online about online training because I had just learned about it. I didn't even know it was a thing. I didn't even know it was possible. I was still in the realm of like, I'm not, how can you even do that? Like, how can you even train right. online? And so that kind of, those two things kind of went hand in hand. And then as far as how things kind of like niched out for me, really, I just jumped in. I was like, cool, okay, I'm going to do this online training thing. I set up my program and, and as, you know, as different clients come through the program or that I talk to and learn more about the type of people I'm attracting, it's done it itself. You know, I have people that come to me and they're like, oh, I have, I've, I've struggled with eating disorders and I have all this food trauma. And so now I'm shifting towards intuitive eating and I'm even getting away from meal plans, you know, and then some people just want to gain strength and some people want to run triathlons. And so it's really just like doing that on its own rather than me deciding this is exactly what I'm going to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that sounds like it's a lot more kind of organic. And instead of trying mm -hmm. to fit your clients into your model, it's your model kind of being molded to what your clients need the most. And I feel like that's going to go a super long way in terms of just delivering value, you know, um, mm -hmm. not only the, to exactly. them, but also like, you know, your kind of fulfillment and, and the value you receive out of it as well. Um, mm -hmm. So this, so I guess uh, that kind of answers my question because it's kind of ever adapting. Um, mm -hmm. But so this idea of a fit balance, so that's super unique, obviously, and, and different, which is, you know, obviously I already said I wanted to get you on. So this idea of like fit balance, where does, where does that play? Or I don't know, I'm trying to think of like an, an eloquent question, but like, <laughs> I guess, how do, how do you, how do you attack attaining, like becoming, I don't know, more like holistic or adding that extra value, like this idea of fit balance, how do you as a coach go about um, creating that and manifesting it? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It does. Um, so let's see. I think that one of the, one of the biggest ways to do this as a coach is just to help the clients become aware of what's going on for them. So, um, and I, and from personal experience too, you know, in, in college, I was technically super fit. Like, you know, I mean, you know, you were, you played college sports too. You're training all the time. You're lifting yeah. all the time. You're running all the time. But I would not say that I was healthy because I wasn't spending time outside. I was super stressed. I did not have good time management. I didn't really actually have many goals that I was working towards. So I think the first thing really is just to help them become aware like, okay, what is stressing you out in life? And then what are things that you like to do? And what are things that you need? So oftentimes, that's like, even knowledge, like learning about whole foods. It's getting like, I mean, I know I say this a lot, but like getting them outside and into some fresh air where they can just breathe and take some time to reflect for themselves. So it's pulling in the like, mental health, along with the like, physical what we're putting in our body and then what we're doing like how we're expressing our energy through fitness and all of those combined with baby steps creating that that really balanced human yeah yeah that, uh, did, that, did i answer your question <laughs> yes yes you you did okay. and thank you for for bearing <laughs> with my fumbling of words um 
this this idea of like awareness and it really does start with the client you know um mm -hmm. people that i kind of you know younger people whether it's my students or just like you know friends or whatever whenever they they like ask me about like i don't know figuring out what they want to do or like things like that it's like what do you like and what do you not like like Mm -hmm. What classes do you enjoy? What do you want to do? You know, it's just like these super simple questions that often get overlooked because mm -hmm. I, I say this a lot on here, but like simple isn't sexy. You know, people want to do these big complicated things where it's like, oh yeah, like you, you, what stresses you out? What makes you not stressed? Like when's the last time mm -hmm. you just walked outside, you know? And it's like, that's just going to go so far. And it starts with the client, you know? And, and if it takes them seeking out a coach to ask them those questions, um, then, then that, that's awesome. And, and it's cool that you can kind of start there, you know, and it starts with them and, uh, instead of trying to like sell something or fit them into kind of your, uh, or a just, you know, preconceived kind of coaching model. Um, mm -hmm. it's all about, it's all about adding value. Like I talked about this with, uh, J rod on TSP eight and then another online coach, Jordan lips, that was mm -hmm. 13, if I'm not mistaken, but it's all about like starting with them. And just creating more value. And one thing I like saying is like the amount of reps, or in this case, like the amount of time that your clients are going to spend not with you is mm -hmm. magnitudes greater than when they actually are with you. So like what value can you give to them when you're apart? You know, so I feel like that's that's an awesome kind of I don't know if business model, but coaching model um to help kind of deliver that extra value. So that's awesome. Um mm -hmm. so so that was probably the end of my big on the spot questions. Uh, so those were, those were dope answers. I appreciate your, your patience. Um, where's yeah, our heart sometimes? Um, so, uh, what are, so these next few questions, if you've already hit on some points, no need to repeat yourself, but, um, what are some kind of main governing beliefs or perspectives that help guide you not only in your own life, but also, also in your profession? Um, I think that the, biggest one there are really two but the biggest one I think is curiosity so and I'm sure you run into this a lot with what you know you're doing as well with the sports performance stuff but I think that people get so rigid in their beliefs and as far as like what's the best way to work out what's the best way to eat what's you know the best way to attain this certain goal where people are so different and their mentalities are so different. Their bodies are so different. And I think that it's so important just to be curious. Like if you hear about somebody's perspective or opinion on a certain workout or way to eat or something that we like ask why, instead of being like, no, that's dumb, wrong, you know, because there's so much to learn. We say that we're experts, but I actually think that all experts are experts because they know that they don't know everything. So being curious is like the biggest one, I think for me. Yeah, that was a, a a phrase that uh Jordan Lips said. So we call it Mount Ignorance. We're like Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah. So so basically you think you know everything and then something kind of bring, brings you back down. Um but what I say is um in regards to like individualizing and asking why and everyone's so different, um is uh totally lost what I was gonna say. Oh, <laughs> So one thing I, I've, as I've consumed a lot of content from a lot of good coaches is not everyone or no one knows everything. And the good mm -hmm. coaches know how to tweak 
things from other people and apply it best to their own situation, you know? So if there's anyone out mm -hmm, there claiming absolutely. that like they know the best and this like cookie cutter answer, then that's probably not the best for you, you know, because it works for their situation with their clients and their budget and their facility where like Lynette, the people that are going to give you the best data for Linnea's clients with your coaching style is your clients with your coaching style, you know? So it's, it's uh, asking yeah, the why. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's like, why does it work for that coach? And then like, how can I make it work the best for, um, for me? But that takes a lot of time and a lot of, you know, brain power and mm -hmm. it can be tough. And that's why people like kind of the, the cookie cutter. Um, but yeah, curiosity for sure, where I, I like how you said it, where the experts, uh, are experts because they just know that that they don't know everything and then mm -hmm. that in turn you know kind of um fuels their their desire to learn i don't know where's our mm -hmm. heart today i don't know why i'm, I'm that, having such a diff difficult fine. time but um but this stuff like i totally agree and what i mm -hmm. like about this talking shop is exactly what you said where where it's like not everyone has everything and even you know if if me and you disagree or or whoever i, I have on later we're going to explain our points of view and then like figure out like what's the best for us and you know, why other people think the way they do. And there's just so mm -hmm. much value. Cause like no one's, no one's uh, experiences are the same. And, and like I said before, we're, we're recording our own lens. You know, if we both had the same client, we're going to attack it in two different ways, but it's so cool to figure out kind of how we each arrive to those. Um, and processes. I guess. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, absolutely. So, so curiosity, that's dope. I try to, I try to like sum up as we go. Um, but so is there, is there anything else you had prepared for that question? I guess just the other one would be honesty. I think that being honest with ourselves along this process and, and in the same vein, practicing what you preach. And that's something that I'm really working on right now is like doing a lot of the same goal setting things and routine healthy habits things that I'm having my clients do because if I'm not being honest you know with myself and following through how can I possibly serve these people to the best of my ability so yeah the second thing would just be honesty I'm I'm taking notes as we go um mm -hmm. yeah it's it's so easy as coaches to do the whole do as I say, not not as I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, which I myself have have been guilty about, and that's one of the things that I enjoy about kind of consuming your content. Not even as a client, it's just like it's you, and you do the stuff on your own, and you talk about you know your trials and errors and everything. And and that's one thing I'm trying to do more with my account, at least on the stories. I actually posted one earlier today where it's like I want to show that I'm not a robot, that I'm like a human just like you. And although, you know, some might see me or you as like the quote unquote subject matter expert, like this is a journey for me as much as it is for you. Um, and that's mm -hmm. going to increase relatability and uh, buy-in and stuff. And yeah, vul vulnerability in the right spots, doing it appropriately can go a super long way for clients for sure. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It just makes us more human, you know, like we can still be, you know, this, this figure that they either look up to or take coaching from but also that struggles with them or you know that can tweak things and change things because they're also learning 
So yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah. We're, we're not these robots that just like spit out these programs and podcasts and stuff, you know, we're, we're just yeah. here facilitating the journey. So, mm-hmm. so I, I definitely like those two answers a lot. Um, so kind of moving on to the next big one before I word, <laughs> word vomit again. <laughs> um, <laughs> how can your experiences help my listeners grow as coaches, whether it's like sports performance or also professionally, because um, especially online coaching, it's just as much business, I would assume, as it is actually coaching. So, so what can we get mm-hmm. out of your experiences? Um, I think that one of the, one of the biggest takeaways could be that you don't have to fit a mold. Um, there are so many people on this earth that need help with your, with their health that if everybody trained the exact same way, if everybody created content the exact same way, if everybody said the same words, like less and less people would actually get help. And that's all we're trying to do, right? Is just help people get healthy. So I would say for those people that are coaches and that want to grow their business, like figure out what you're passionate about and then run with it. So and it can be anything you can pull from experiences from your life, but you don't have to fit a mold. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, for sure. Especially when it comes to like picking a major and a subsequent career. What I tell people mm, is yeah. <laughs> what, I, cause that's so easy to do. Um, and I was super fortunate cause I picked exercise on from the start and like, I'm obviously still in it, but uh, at this point in your life being college, Figuring out what you don't want to do is just as valuable as figuring out what you do want to do, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like asking those questions, like the, those, the simple questions, but often the hard ones, like we talked about earlier, where it's like, what do I like? What do I not like? You know, I had this internship. Mm-hmm. Could I do that forever? Like, what didn't I like about it? You know, so um, it, it might take a, a little bit to, you know, get to that passion. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh some interesting paths, you know, some leading us to the wilderness. Um, <laughs> but, but just trusting that, like, it's a process. Like, I, I hate the cliches, but cliches are cliches because they're overused because they're true. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. nothing would be overused if it was false. So, um, mm-hmm. so don't fit a mold. Find your passion and run with it. And then, did you have kind of anything else? You know, I just thought of one because this has happened to me a lot and it's been so amazing. Just fail, like fail and fail and fail and try things because that's how you're really going to figure your crap out is just to fail. Like nobody is ever perfect. Even if they appear perfect, they've probably failed a lot. So I'm sure a lot of your listeners are really young and this is the perfect time in your life to just fail and try things and try things again. Yeah. Yeah. Are you uh do you follow Gary V? Yes. Oh, I love him. He's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Gary's dope. So it's just like <laughs> just his him talking about kind of relativity in regards to like mm-hmm. age, but also absoluteness to where like like you're you're in the now, but like you could do something for let's say 10 years and you still have however many years of your career, you know, where people can't stick with things for like more than a week or a semester, you know? So, right. So it's this idea of like trying, I wrote fail four times on my, in my notes, but 
Um, <laughs> like everything is supposed to be perfect because that's what social media is showing us, you know, and no one has it figured out. And like you said, those people that appear perfect probably failed a ton, you know? So mm -hmm. just because you're surrounded by this highlight reel of everyone's life doesn't mean that that's how it actually is. Um, and it's going back to kind of the Mount Ignorance thing, like, like you go on this one path because you literally don't know any better and then you fail and then, you know, you fall from Mount Ignorance with grace. So, so mm -hmm. how I see failures is like, I'm one fall from the mountain closer to where I want to be, you know, and, and if people mm -hmm. see it in that context, as opposed to, uh, the kind of narrow, it was a failure. I think it'll go a long way. I like saying, uh, embrace the suck. That's what I, that's what I like yeah. saying. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. So whether it's like online coaching or being a podcast host, like you're one more client, one more program, one more podcast to developing that skill, you know, to getting to kind of where you want to be. So if people see it kind of like that, I feel like pe people would make a lot more progress. So this idea of like failing forward. So, mm -hmm. um, totally. yeah. Um, Next kind of big question. So this is, this is always my favorite question. So if you had a perfect world for, you know, let's say online coach coaching you and your fit balance Academy, what would it be? So this is basically optimizing what's already good, but also improving what's bad. Hmm. Um, okay. So, so what first came to mind was this whole thing about fad diets in that in a perfect world, there would be no such thing as a quick fix or a fad diet. I think that would make my job a lot easier <laughs> because <laughs> of all these ruts that people get in and these things that they believe and think that they need to abide by and how to eat and what they should look like. And I just wish that was not even a thing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that would that would solve a lot of issues kind of in coaching and sports performance. But um, the cookie cutter is it's quick, it's simple and it's sexy. And that's, you know, unfortunately appealing. Um, mm -hmm. But it, it's cool that and I, I love the term intuitive eating. Because um, mm -hmm. just the word diet like makes me kind of cringe because it's like such it's so boxy, you know, mm -hmm. like I'm doing yeah. X, Y, Z diet, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And, and I feel like, sorry, continue. Oh, I was just gonna, um, earlier you had said something that like simple isn't sexy. And I think that it's that's not. why, yeah. no. And that's why people are just drawn towards these fad diets because they're complicated and because they have to do these things and restrict these things and take these supplements or whatever it may be. And that's, that's more sexy because and I talked about this on one of my um, Instagram posts, but if it's complicated, then they have a reason to be like, oh, that didn't work for me because I was too complicated. I, you know, can't, couldn't do it because of this, this, or this. But really, oftentimes, the process is a lot more simple if you're just willing to do it. But like you said, it's not sexy. <laughs> yeah. And I think it was TSP7 with uh, Trey. We, we talked about intermittent fasting because that's something that, that he kind of does. And just going along with mm -hmm. this idea of fad diets, part of it is just to say like, oh, I do intermittent fasting or I'm on keto or like I'm paleo, where it's more of an mm -hmm. identity thing. 
than a, a results thing because I, I saw this fancy diagram on, on Instagram and it had all these diets and the restrictions of each of them. And in the middle, it was just like eat less calories. You know how they did this roundabout way of like, if you want to lose weight, lose fat, like you have to eat less calories. So complicated is sexy and it's something that, that they can kind of attach to. Um, mm-hmm. But, but I feel like saying, oh, I'm an intuitive eater has a little ring to it. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that catches on. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm just kind of diving into that phrase because I'm, I'm just such a huge fan. That's going to go. So this idea of like intuition where, where what you're teaching them is going to go beyond your session with them or like your, your, uh, coaching interaction where you're helping yep. them coach themselves on their own. Um, that was a, a big thing. Um, just as a pitcher, like you're out there on the mound and you have your A stuff probably less than a third of the time and you have your B and your C stuff most of the time. And it's like, how are you going to coach yourself when you're out there by yourself to like help kind of get the best results? So it's not like your clients can, you know, text you every meal, you know, they go out and be like, Hey, like, what Mm -hmm. do I do? (laughs) You know? Um, Exactly. Exactly. And then it's also something that they can, like you said, carry not only outside of the session, but like for the rest of their life, you know, so it's not like they need to follow a fad diet for the rest of their life because that's unrealistic, but learning about your body and what it needs and what it likes and what it doesn't like man, you can do that for the rest of your life. And then boom, that's a sustainable way that you can eat and maintain your weight or maintain your health. So yeah. Yeah. And and another little saying I have about like lifestyle changes is you've gotten to a point in your life where you want change, whether it's fitness, whether it's, you know, body composition by the way you've lived your life. So it's not mm-hmm. an eight week fix. And then you go back to how you were, you know, so it, that's why it's called like a lifestyle change, but you know, that's not sexy. It's mm-hmm. saying like, yeah, <laughs> Hey, yeah. What you've done isn't working. So you have to change. Like change is scary. Simple isn't sexy. All of these little s- simple phrases, but, um, but yeah, so, uh, so that's something that you would improve. That's not the best. So these quick fixes and fad diets, is there anything mm-hmm. you like about online coaching that you could optimize? Oh man, so many things. Um, I think the the biggest thing would be the connection that I I get with my clients, and um, <clears throat> I honestly don't know how I could optimize it. I think probably meeting more often face to face would be a great way, or if there's some way to like teleport, that would be super cool. So I could like Ooh. go and see them in person, you know, that'd, yeah. that'd be, that'd be pretty clutch, but definitely the connection aspect, which I think some people are like, Oh, online coaching, you're never with them. You know, you, how can you form a connection? How can like an in person you're right there with them, but really when you're working together to like meet goals and you talk about life and struggles and like what's getting in the way in like a long-term program, the connection is like so real. Like my clients right now, I just, I wish I could go and visit all of them, you know, and like go out to coffee and hang out, but you can't because we don't live near each other. So definitely the connection aspect. And then, you know, maybe teleporting. (laughs) 
Yeah. As soon as that becomes a thing, you know, I, I hope you're the first one to, to do it. Um, but with technology oh, yeah. nowadays, yeah, like phone calls and FaceTiming, there's just, mm -hmm. you know, such an opportunity to, to kind of make that connection. Um, so yeah, that was an interesting answer. Teleportation. Um, yes. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about your background and, and about, you know, kind of the ideology behind fit balance. Um, mm -hmm. you know, some of your main beliefs, perspectives, your experiences, you know, your perfect coaching world. So is there anything we kind of, you know, skipped over or didn't touch on yet? Hmm. Ah, you know, I don't think so. I think we hit everything pretty thoroughly. And I, I got my question yeah. in there about earth blend. So, um, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so <laughs> final, final speed round three questions. What book is on your nightstand right now? Uh, the daily stoic get it. If you don't have it. So funny story about that. I saw you post that and I've recently gotten into kind of stoicism and like yes. the daily stoic. <laughs> yeah. I forgot how I came about it, but I actually have, uh, the Enchiridion, if that's how you say it. Um, okay. it's, I'll, I'll put that in the show notes as well. But this like stoicism, like that is what I need in my life. So I saw you post yeah. that and I was like, oh my, like, I'm not the only crazy person. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's super great. And for anybody that's like getting into a morning routine, that's something that I really love. And it's like quick and easy. It's one page or even a half a page a day. Just like so much awesome information and um like thought provoking ideas that can just like keep you super grounded. It's awesome. Get the daily stoic if you don't have it. <laughs> Life changing. Yeah, and it's also super simple. Like just the idea behind stoicism mm -hmm. where everything is I mean, I, I don't want to sell sell stoicism short, but uh just this idea of like everything is is within yourself and like the world is going to happen. It's all about like how you interpret it and kind of go about it. And that's probably my favorite part about it. Um, mm -hmm. I used to let kind of the external things um, affect me a lot. But once I got kind of into that, like people really do have control over everything. And it starts kind of with their thoughts. Um, have you shared that kind of with your clients at all? Or is that just like more of a, a Linnea thing right now? You know, I really haven't shared it with my clients much. I think that's a great idea, though. Maybe I will. Because it I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but it could be. It's really just about life and how to live life like you were talking about and not let the things, you know, that are outside of your control dictate how you interact in life. So I think that's a great idea. But as of right now, it's more of just a Linnea thing that I'm trying to share with everybody that follows me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely just another, you know, tool in the toolbox. Like, although we're big mm -hmm. fans, it's not for everyone. You know, it definitely has to be with the right client with you know your your right friend or whatever but but we're both fans so i'm staring at my memento mori written on the top of my whiteboard in my room right now um nice so best purchase this last year under 50 bucks besides the daily stoic um my jump rope jump interesting <laughs> interesting <laughs> i know i thought about this one for a long time there are a few different things that I could say, but I was like, no, definitely my jump rope. 
especially for everybody that's trying to get, you know, double unders and fun skills. You got to get yourself a solid jump rope. So that had to be my answer. I love my jump rope. What uh, what what brand are you you rocking over there? You know, I don't even I don't even remember. I think it's it literally just says jump rope, but it's I think the woman that got like the most double unders ever in history um, uses this kind. I actually have it right in front of me. It's just jumpnrope.com. Jump. Very good jump rope. And rope.com. I will put that in the show uh-huh. notes as well. <laughs> yeah, it, cool. it's funny because we got the, this whole podcast. And besides my attempt to eloquently word questions, whatever <laughs> the, the theme is, I get to this question and everyone's like, yeah, I really thought about it for a while, you know? Um, (laughs) so it's definitely a super interesting question. A super fun one. Um, Mm -hmm. and no one has said jump rope thus far. So, um, perfect. (laughs) So a little, a little fun skill development for yourself. Also, you know, stay in shape. Um, so that was a, that was an awesome answer. So, so last one, where can the listeners find you and get more of your stuff? So I am only on Facebook and Instagram. So Linnea.Schmelzer on Instagram and then just Linnea Schmelzer on Facebook. All right. So I will definitely put the spellings in the show notes. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, this was an awesome talk. I've enjoyed your content. I look forward to kind of wherever you take your, your business and, you know, how your clients help mold that. Um, but I was definitely a fan of kind of more of the holistic side, um, because nowadays, you know, things kind of are so cookie cutter, like we talked about, but I appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much. And I appreciate what you're doing. This is a really cool podcast. Yeah. Thank you very much. So take care. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. And that does it for this episode of the Talking Shop Podcast. Thank you very much for giving me your time. I really do appreciate it. I hope this episode did a good job of making you stop and think and evaluate about the topics discussed. I'd love to hear what you thought, so please feel free to give me a comment, rating, review, like on whatever platform you're listening on. Let me know what you want to hear next. Hit me up on social media at Coach Big Toe. That's at Coach B-I-G. T-O-E on Insta and Twitter. Remember, we can all get better together.